Good morning. Welcome to the My Sister's Keeper podcast, a place where women help women. And I am Tawana Watson, the founder of the nonprofit organization, My Sister Keeper of Northeast Ohio. It's July, and that means it's National Minority Mental Health Awareness Month, which is important to me because I suffer from a mental illness. I suffer from OCD and PTSD, and I am an African-American woman. In the African-American culture, mental illness is not talked about. For me, when I began to notice that I thought differently, I was told to suck it up, it's nothing wrong with you, and you need Jesus. So for many years, I tried to ignore my condition. And when that didn't work, I went to church and I tried to play it away, and that didn't work. However, I was extremely skeptical about doctors because 21 years ago, after I had my last child, I went into a deep depression and behind my behind my family's back because my family and to this day they still don't like to talk about it I went to go see a psychiatrist now I spoke to this doctor about the depression of course that was just the underlying condition but I also talked to her about the OCD the intrusive thoughts I was having since I was a child and she diagnosed me as schizophrenic bipolar then prescribed me a bunch of medication Effexor, Lexapro, Ativan, Zyprexa, just to name a few. It was a whole bunch and I can't even remember all of them. And all the medicine did was turn me into a zombie. I slept all the time. Now, mind you, I have four little kids and I slept all the time. I couldn't even function. And I always had a job. I couldn't really work because I was always tired. And then it made me gain a lot of weight. I went from weighing 120 to 350 in three months. So after a couple of months of being on all that medication, I decided to take myself off of it. Now, taking myself off of it, the side effect part of it is a whole other podcast episode. But I took myself off the meds and I began to manage things on my own. And I did a lot of research about what I had because one thing I found out is, you know, when something's not right with you. You, regardless of what a doctor tells you, you know there's something not right. I knew my thinking was not right. I knew that being in distress and being um, anxious and being worried all the time was not right. So I did a lot of research on what I had, and um, I I was still going to church and I was still trying to pray it away, and I was um, just like keeping it all to myself, and it didn't really work. The research let me see different things and let me see, you know, symptoms that I was having. So that kind of helped, but it really wasn't a diagnosis. Now, this is just a glimpse of my life. Believe me, if you continue to listen to this podcast, you will hear a lot about my life and a lot about my diagnosis and a lot about um, how I maintain it and how I function with it today. But let's just get to today. Today, I have the right diagnosis. Thank you to the Cleveland Clinic. I went to the Cleveland Clinic um, because I was going through a hard time. And I I actually talked to a therapist at first. And when me and him sat down, he told me just one sentence. He told me what I had. And mind you, he's not a therapist. He's Wait, mind you, he is a therapist. He's not a psychiatrist. So he told me, he was like, I think you need medication. Now, I had that bad experience with the medication. So I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing a medication. We could do talk therapy. I'm not doing a medication. So he was like, please, just talk to the psychiatrist and see what they say. So I talked to the psychiatrist and she knew off the top what my diagnosis is. She called it out. 
And I mean, from just a brief conversation with her, she was like, oh, you have OCD and I think you have an underlining of PTSD. And I totally agreed with her diagnosis. And she was like, let's try something. Let's try Zoloft. So I told her all of my fears about medication, the weight gain, the zombiness. And she was like, let's try Zoloft. So we started Zoloft. And in the beginning, I'm going to tell you it was rough. We started with Zoloft 25 milligrams. And it was rough, the side effects, because it makes you, it makes it, well, for me, I only could speak for me. It made me not have an appetite. It, it didn't so much make me sleepy as to it kind of made me more aware of what was going on. And I was happy. And that was really strange to me. So anyway, I started off at 25 milligrams of Zoloft and then she kind of slowly increased it. So now I'm on 100 milligrams of Zoloft every day and it works wonderful. I don't gain any weight. My appetite, I could deal with it, you know. And um, I love it. I see my therapist every two weeks and I see my therapist every two weeks because for me, it's easier to talk to somebody who's non-judgmental, non-judgmental. I mean, um, I can't I really I don't want to say I don't have a support system, but when it comes to mental illness in my family, I really don't. Because when I try to talk to them about it, they kind of like, oh, there's nothing wrong with you. You know what I'm saying? Because by day, I'm an accountant for a very high pressure company. And I do really fine with that. But, you know, if you continue to listen to my podcast, I'll tell you how the OCD plays into that. But um, so I really didn't have anybody to talk to. So going to my therapist every two weeks, give me a chance to vent, give me a chance to talk to him and also give us a chance to do my ERP, which is a therapy used for OCD intrusive thoughts. So I go to see him every two weeks and I use the medication. I do other things like journaling works for me. Um, meditation works for me. I know a lot of people say, well, they can't meditate. But I mean, I did, I did a lot of research on things like this, but meditation really works. And I may do a podcast on meditation because there's different forms of meditation. Um, also, what works for me is yoga. I do yoga and de-stressing. I tell everybody, um, you have to have time to de-stress. You cannot go, 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 go 100% of the time and go home, go to sleep, wake up. You need time to de-stress. So I usually get up at 3 in the morning and I use that time to de-stress. I also am beginning to change my diet because the research that I showed, and I don't, like I said, I did this research on my own. I don't know if it's true or not. I'm, I read articles and see what, what what's going on and I try to uh, adapt that into my life now I'm a big coffee drinker I love Starbucks and I read that green tea is a good thing to use to help re reduce anxiety so I've been drinking green tea and cutting back on the coffee which is a good thing and I've been like trying to eat more healthy to just to help my own self I think that's part of any type of health issue we need to put in that effort to help ourselves I mean yeah we could go to the do doctors and we could get the medication and we could take the medication but if you don't put yourself into a place where you're helping yourself where you're doing everything you can to be healthy where you're doing everything you can to live as normal as you can then that's a downfall so I've been doing a lot of things I've been changing my life I've been um um, 
um, talking to a lot of people about it now. And I'm, you know, I'm talking my significant other. I've actually talked to him about it and he's beginning to understand it better. My kids are beginning to understand it better. Um, my family, like I said, my mother and father are old country and they don't really, they like, Oh yeah. Okay. There's nothing wrong with you. Blah, 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 blah. But I mean, I'm trying to talk to them. My mother is more open than my dad right now. And the thing is with my OCD, I see it in my family. I see the obsessions. I see the compulsions within my family. And you know, they say that they really don't know where OCD comes from, but I believe it's a genetic component. I believe that it's not only environmental, but it's also genetic. So, uh, you know, I'm noticing things like that and I'm speaking more about it. I'm doing this podcast and I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. And so I'm doing I'm partnering with some really fantastic organizations here in um, Ohio, Cleveland. And we're going to try to get like support groups going. We're going to try to do things to get the awareness out there, because I was talking to somebody yesterday. My illnesses started when I was a kid. I tell everybody that's when my mind split when I was like, like, I want to say eight or nine. That's when I started having a bad intrusive thoughts. That's when I started to worry a lot. That's when I started to do all kinds of mental rituals to try to distress myself that, you know, the worry, the anxiety and everything. I was a child. So if that started with me when I was a child, then we need to talk to these teenagers. We need to talk to the kids because I'm quite sure they go through You know, they they do go through things that they don't understand, especially in African-American community, because we do not talk about it. We put like a label on it. Oh, you don't want that label. And and even I, you know, even me, myself, I had I had to go through a period where I had to actually accept the fact that I had a mental illness, because let me tell you, when I first started going to um, the Cleveland Clinic when I first got the right diagnosis and everything I'm sitting in the waiting room and I'm looking at these people and I'm like I'm not not I'm not these people and that was so bad and I feel so guilty for thinking that but I was looking at these people I was like I work every day I have a good job I'm not crazy blah 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 but it, it doesn't matter you know and I did not want I did not want that stigma because I was like, I'm an accountant. And if they find out that I have this disorder, blah, 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 blah. But the thing about it is I had to accept it myself. I had to be okay with it myself. And I now accept the fact that I have a mental illness that will never go away. I, I, the only thing with my illness is I can manage it and do the best that I can to manage it. I will, even on the medication, I will still have bad days as well as good days, more good days than bad now though. So that's my message to you guys today. I want to give you a little glimpse into my life and what I've been going through because, I mean, it's, it's really near and dear to me. Um, minority mental health. I don't know if anybody watched Taraji Henson, um, the, um, the star from Empire, when she did her talk to the Congress. I mean, this whole subject needs to be talked about. We need to not only talk about it, we need to yell it at the top of our lungs. We need to band together and say, hey, wait a minute. I mean, it's so many people, my peers, I know one in particular, and I'm not going to name her. She deals with depression. There's days where she cannot even get out to bed. And she's an African-American business owner. And she can't even get out to bed. And I call her and I'm like, are you okay today? Are you good? And she's like, no, no, no. But she refuses to go to a therapist. She refuses to 
to talk to anybody about it because she told me, well, I tried to talk to my husband about it and he kind of shut it down. Like, yeah, whatever, you know, we have to change that mindset in the African-American community. We have to, we have to change it. So, I mean, I would love to hear from anybody who has a mental illness, who has any, um, thoughts about this topic all month long the podcasts are going to be about mental uh, mental health among minorities and how we could change it and you know one thing i know for a fact i work every day so my insurance i have pretty good insurance and i know there's a lot of people out there that can't go see a therapist because they don't have the insurance i mean we're going to talk about stuff like that we're going to talk about trying to get things to change it only takes one person to and in, in, initiate change but it, a, a whole army to make sure it goes through so again this is tawana watson and this is my sister's keeper podcast if you want to reach me you could reach me at this email address ocd advocate tawana at gmail.com that's o c d advocate is a d v o c a t e tawana is t a w a n a at gmail.com and that's all one word you could email me your thoughts please if you would like to talk about your mental illness or or discuss a mental illness issue or tell me about an experience you had just email me let me know and i'll get you on the podcast for this month in the meantime i want everybody to have a great day enjoy the day today here in cleveland it's rainy oh my god and i mean (laughs) it's raining today and tomorrow's the fourth of july so happy fourth of july and i'll talk to you guys again on the fifth have a great day everybody bye